When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. This is Duck Insight. This is Duck Insight. Insight on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. 2 Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. Time now for your daily dose of Oregon athletics. Here's your host, Joey Mack. We will hear from Coach Mario Cristobal, head coach for Oregon football today. We will also hear from editor-in-chief of GoDucks.com, Rob Mosley. Also a preview of men's basketball's matchup with Washington tonight. A probable must win for Oregon men's basketball. All of that coming up today on Duck Insider as the Ducks have added eight recruits and a Division I transfer to the 15 December 
early signing period signees for Oregon football. The late additions include a couple guys that signed since we were on the air yesterday in the 1 o'clock hour, including the perhaps headliner of the class, Penny Sewell, an offensive lineman at six foot five, three hundred and forty-nine pounds, a freshman from St. George, Utah. He's the real deal. Ducks are fired up about what Sewell brings to the table and a few other guys that were late additions as well. The full list and the breakdown with all their bios, what they did in high school, and their highlight films is all available on goducks.com for you to peruse. A guy that I'm really excited to see is Spencer Webb, the tight end that the Ducks got, the number one ranked tight end out of the state of California from the Sacramento area. He is a pass-catching machine. I think in this offense, he's a guy that might play right away. They've got Jacob Breeland back, but I think depth at the tight end spot is going to be important. And a few wide receivers that the Ducks were able to add to the mix as well. Jalen Hall is a guy that sticks out to me at six foot four. That's ridiculous. 195 pounds, the freshman from Los Angeles, California. He went to Long Beach Poly, a great program for both basketball and football in Southern California. That's a guy that I think could make an impact on this team very, very quickly. Again, the full list available at GoDucks.com. And we've also got a great story. Rob Mosley put together the behind-the-scenes look at all the signing day festivities. You can find that at GoDucks.com. We're going to talk with Rob coming up here in just a little while on Duck Insider. Basketball tonight against the Huskies. you hear from Dana Altman later on today. Oregon in a must-win situation against a very, very difficult team to score on in Washington. The teams that have had success against Washington have shot the three really well. Could be a key in this matchup tonight. I think really the X factor for the Ducks might be Elijah Brown. The Ducks need him to hit some threes and keep that defense honest. A 6.30 pregame here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Washington in town for a 7.15 tip-off against the Ducks. Hear from Dane Altman coming up in a little while. Yesterday, Coach Cristobal met with the media in the afternoon to break down the signing day class. We were on the air from 1 to 2, and then the press conference was at 2.30, which meant that we didn't have the press conference with Coach Cristobal. Now, I got to tell you, Coach talked to the media before a couple more guys signed their NLIs. So the numbers have changed a bit since he talked about it. It's, as I mentioned, the eight recruits and the Division One transfer to the 15 early December signees. And what happened as a result is Coach Cristobal was talking to the media when actually Panay Sewell's NLI came through and he was cleared to discuss him. So I left that in there as we're now a few recruits later because I wanted to hear you, I wanted you to hear the funny exchange that Coach Cristobal had with the media. Part one of Mario Cristobal discussing the latest signing class for the Ducks. Number one, thank you for being here. I know you guys, uh, you know, we really appreciate you, you know, everything you do and covering us. And as we go forward and press on through the signing day, uh, a little bit different this year when you have an early signing period that's a first, right? And we, I think we all uh, have learned some good things and things that we can adjust on. But overall, uh, just a really good job, really good job by our coaches, great job by our coaches in filling a ton of needs and increasing the athletic ability and the length and the range of our team. Uh, certainly certain positions acquired more power players. Others, um, guys that are playmakers, real high-level playmakers. Um, overall, just, uh, you know, and again, hopefully, uh, you know, as we announce the ones that we can announce and we finish off some other ones, uh, I think just overall, uh, credit to the staff, credit to the support staff that spends an extraordinary amount of time helping us with the official visits, unofficial visits. These are not one-day processes. These are year- and two-year processes and relationships that uh, certainly are formed and uh, solidified throughout the entire contact 
uh, period. But um, glad you're here, open to questions. I know that uh, there's certainly a lot to cover. I know that you guys probably know already. Um, are, can I use these numbers to be safe right here? I'd be careful. It's compliance here. He could be the one in trouble, right? <laughs> total number? Total number? Okay. All right. So I can announce 12 offensive, uh, 11 offensive players, 10 defensive players, and one long snapper. And I know that uh, a lot of times we were at the at the event earlier today, you uh, announce a long snapper. No one gets all fired up. I do. All right. Those guys are important. And I thought it was neat. It's the first time I ever saw a highlight film that actually showed the long snapper just whipping five, six snaps back there. I thought it was a riveting experience for everybody there. But uh, that being said, uh, the amount of size and power that we added up front of the offensive line was critical. Certainly got ourselves more vertical, uh, horizontal, much more length and range or wingspans, uh, power. Uh, I think we have a great offensive line right now, and these guys will complement it really well and certainly will push us to get better and push for playing time and be contributors. Uh, certainly at the quarterback position, uh, you know, Tyler's already here, has been here, and I think it's already uh, pretty evident he's going to be a great football player and a great leader, uh, tremendous athlete, smart, um, hard worker, tremendous personality, really the right kind of guy. He's made of the right stuff. The running backs, we've talked about those guys. They've been here for a little bit. We talked about them the first signing day, but they're doing great uh, with Aaron Feld, our new um, director of strength conditioning for the football program. We're certainly doing the things now that we need to do, the things that I really felt was the most important thing that we did and transitioned to uh, after being a head football coach is having the strength and conditioning program that we had at the University of Alabama, the fourth quarter program, the winter conditioning program, which separated us from the rest of the country. And it starts, it starts right away once the season's over. They've been at it for about three weeks. And these guys are really kind of showing themselves and, and doing a great job. Uh, at the defensive line position, even though we had announced, you know, there was a couple other guys earlier, we never got to announce D.J. Johnson, who has transferred back from the University of Miami. And D.J. was widely regarded as one of the best players in the country last year at the defensive line position. Certainly a guy that's disruptive, athletic, can cause a lot of problems for opponent offenses, great pass rusher, great run stopper, a lot of length, a lot of range. You're going to hear me say that a lot because it's probably one of the most important things that we had to add and we did add to the class. Um, complimenting him at the linebacker position, we had gone over Adrian Jackson, but now we get a chance to go over Andrew Johnson. Both these guys are track athletes. All right, so you're looking at what we call big speed, 220, 230 pounders that can really run, strike, come out of their hips, and certainly create issues for not only opponent offenses, but guys that are going to be great special teams contributors. Um, I want to make sure I stay along the lines of the guys. We talked about hockey and Ver Verone. They had come in before. MJ, um, the guys that are new that uh, we haven't spoken about at all are guys like um, Jalen Hall, okay? One of the better players in the entire country at the wide receiver position. Exactly what we needed there. A guy with a lot of range, speed, explosive player. What really stands out about him is not only his competitive nature, but his ability to make the contested catch. Tremendous balance of body control. He'll go up and get it, twist his body around, uses his hands really well, gets off of press coverage well. Um, this is a conference of great quarterback play and a lot of really big playmaking wide receivers, and we had to get ourselves a couple of those and got that also in the form of Isaiah Crocker. 
Um, Isaiah Crocker is a guy that stood out so much in camp with us. Another explosive and dynamic playmaker. Um, and these guys all know each other, which is kind of neat in the recruiting process. You get to find that out. But to complement him uh, with Jalen, with a guy um, like Spencer Webb, who is widely regarded not only as the best tight end on the West Coast, has started making his way as one of the best tight ends in the entire country. We firmly believe that. Um, and these are tremendous battles that you have to win in recruiting to take that next step as a program. Um, I'm, I hope I can uh, comment on right here. Don't get me in trouble now. Yes, you can. I can. All right. J.J. Tucker also joined us as well. I, I see, come, see right there compliance. You see that? Awesome lady right there. I'm with you, girl. All right. Lunch on me tomorrow. Whatever you need. Uh, but J.J. Tucker is another one we've had our eye on for a long time. Uh, had an injury uh, last year, but came back, bounced back strong. Another guy that makes explosive plays. Um, probably fell a little bit short at the wide receiver position in terms of numbers. We wanted another one or two. We were able to get three and have the tight end Spencer Webb, who played a lot of wide receiver all year long. So you have four guys that can go and make a difference in the passing game. And that was a, uh, of utmost importance in trying to get all this stuff done. So I think that covers most of them. Because uh -oh. he hadn't signed before either, right? That's why you highlighted in yellow to help me out. <laughs> Justin Johnson, the human eclipse, six foot seven plus. He, he's six foot seven. I, he's got to be six foot seven when he kind of hunches over. He's got to be a little bit more than that. Uh, Justin is a mountain of a man, and he's got a mountain of a heart as well. This guy is all about the Oregon Ducks from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I had him in camp as a young guy when I was at another institution and thought that a guy with that size, that athleticism, that could bend, that can redirect, that could come out of his hips, um, just tremendous ability uh, to change direction on the run, on the fly. And when you watch his highlight tape, if you get a chance, watch him at the second level when he's a puller. A really impressive guy. Uh, he uses his hands really well, very heavy-handed and light-footed, and he knows that uh, he's got to come here and compete, and he's going to be well-postured to do so. Awesome guy. And, and be, between him and Javon Holland and Steve Stevens, probably the best recruiters on not only the football team but on our staff. These guys were incredible. They led the brotherhood. They led the charge. Uh, they never wavered. Uh, I'm so proud of them because it's not hard to identify the future leaders of your program. Okay, and these guys certainly stood out. Um, I think that covers just about everybody. If I haven't, please let me know, but uh, certainly open for questions. Coach, you talked a lot about the, you know, the measurables on these guys, how fast, how big they are, whatnot, but mm -hmm. how do you see these guys fitting in to the culture here and, and what at the theme of, of this class in terms of uh, what kind of guys are they? Sure, that's the most important part as well. And for us, it's real simple. We have a saying around here, you know, guys being made of the right stuff, guys having the DNA. You see our approach, my approach, my philosophy in this recruiting stuff, you put your best foot forward, and certainly you want to make sure that they see every side of you, but you want to be direct and make sure they understand they're coming here to work. This is a, a full-time situation when you're a student athlete at a Division One level. You don't paint a false picture. You don't create false hope. You present an opportunity, and that's what you could promise every single student athlete. Hard work, an opportunity, and a great education, okay? And if a guy comes in with a great attitude and gives their best effort, 
they have no other choice but to be successful. So uh, when we vet these guys, we're real thorough. We make sure that we not only spend time around them um, when we're at their school, we go to their houses. We've seen them in competitive situations. We've seen them under fire. We've seen them under the bright lights, and we've seen how they have responded. So we feel very confident in the way that they uh, approach the game, the way they approach uh, the educational side, academics, the way they conduct themselves off the field, certainly uh, very proud of this class and really confident that they're going to be tremendous contributors to this team. More from head coach Mario Cristobal coming up in just a little while. We'll switch gears when we come back because Rob Mosley, the editor-in-chief of Godux.com, is here. You probably read his story already. We're going to talk to him about it coming up. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. This is Joel Block for The Law and You with Eugene attorney Laura Johnson. Laura, I understand Oregon is leading a national effort to protect children from chemicals in certain products. Joel, it's called the Toxic Free Kids Act. It requires manufacturers to disclose and eventually phase out harmful chemicals that are known to cause health problems such as cancer, learning disabilities, and chronic diseases like asthma. Children and pregnant women are especially at risk. Oregon's law helped lead the way to new national laws, the first in 40 years. Implementation will be the next step and will take years. As new chemicals are identified in the Toxic Free Kids Act, we'll be posting them on our website. Our firm has worked to bring public awareness to lead-free children's toys and alternatives to pesticides in parks. Our goal is to protect Oregon children from harmful chemicals. Thanks, Laura. To learn more about the Toxic Free Act and sign up to get reports on chemicals, visit CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. The Law and You is part of Corson and Johnson's work to make communities safer. Duck Insider from IMG. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them, but I'm like, hello? That's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. We're back on Duck Insider, presented by Point Community Credit Union. Joey Mack, live here at the Duck Store, where we purchase to support the Ducks, past, present, and future. The editor-in-chief of GoDucks.com, Rob Mosley, now sitting to my left. Thanks for always joining us every Thursday. Happy post-signing day. Yeah, How absolutely. are you? You know, I was doing okay earlier. I slept about 10 hours, but I'm going to hit the wall again. You yeah. hit the wall, huh? Yeah, yeah. Coffee in the duck Yesterday store. Yesterday was a really long day. It always is on signing day, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You were up at about 4? No, no, You didn't no, do no. the early shift? I didn't until about 5.30, 5.45. Yeah, but I was, by about 8 o'clock when I got done working, I was I was done. Yeah. I, was, I was done working. I understand. Whether I liked it or not, whether I needed to or not, I was... I was not functional after that point. Well, we talked on our uh, signing day special in the morning that uh, it's always kind of a, a, an odd day for you because you sit down at your computer at 4 o'clock and try and pump something out. Well, you did pump something out. Was it tough this year? 
It was. It wasn't. Uh, it was different. It was a. It was a, just a different day than the last few. One, because you know, so many uncommitted guys. You know, I think because of the nature of the coaching change, um, there were some some decisions from kids that weren't locked up going into signing day that might otherwise have been. Um, and so it was a little. There's a little more tension in the in the war room at times, which I think too is a function of just that. You know, Mario Cristobal. You know, just runs a little hotter than uh, than Willie Taggart did. He's uh he he's uh he burns a little uh, hotter intensity. Uh you know, coach Taggart kind of exuded cool uh regardless of the circumstances generally. Um uh Cristobal's Cristobal's different. Uh he's got that that Cuban coffee flowing through his veins, I think as we talked about yesterday. Um but and, and then, you know, the the focus on the 2019 class and and just, you know, pounding that group when when they had downtime yesterday was interesting too. So yeah, it, it made for a different day, but um, you know, I, it, you know, it's always a it's always a big day. It used to be the day too when when the the veteran players would do circuit workouts, and it was kind of kind of the, the the real kickoff day for the off season for them. Uh, I think they moved that to today, uh, um, but they still had some workouts yesterday. So um, you know, it's always an interesting juxtaposition too about you know dealing with the the veteran guys and kind of really getting them ramped up into their off season conditioning while while focusing on the future, too, so it's a little of both. Yeah, I've heard Coach Feld through these doors to our right yelling yeah. all day long. I mean, he'll do He's that. He's an interesting character. Yeah. He is. He, you know, that's, uh, if you show up a little sleepy to the weight room uh, one morning, I'm sure just 30 seconds around him will, will wake you up, that's for sure. Yeah, I'd like to get, talk with him on the show here coming up. Uh, now that, you know, the signing day is settling down a little bit, I think he'd be a fun interview. I don't know if he'd be willing to put these headphones on and mess up his hair. It's so <laughs> We got uh, stick mics. Perfectly you know? quaffed. Yeah, we can yeah, do yeah, those, too. Yeah, but you're yeah. right, it has a nice. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Mosley, editor-in-chief, Godux.com, here with us. Well, uh, you know, we talked about this briefly yesterday. How do you think the class filled out, Rob? I mean, you're, you're such a personnel guy. You probably know this team inside and out just as well as the coaches do with positional breakdowns and everything. I mean, how do you think the class helps out this team next year? I mean, it's well-rounded like we were talking yesterday. I mean, I, you know, Mario Cristobal made so no secret of the idea they would have liked another receiver or two. They were in on some, some good guys that that uh, signed elsewhere, and, and that burned a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, for an offensive line-oriented head coach to get the offensive line class they did, obviously was was uh, pretty uh, outstanding. Uh, and then, you know, maybe a def- another defensive lineman would have been nice. I think a lot of that will hinge a little bit on DJ Johnson and his impact, the, the transfer from Miami. A really highly regarded recruit, uh, you know, a year ago at this time who didn't have a – massive impact at Miami as a true freshman but uh you know come here uh, maybe an environment he's a little more comfortable um you know particularly if they could get him eligible for for this next season which I think they're you know trying to kind of an outside shot too but you know if if, if he if he w- was able to become an impact guy um you know that would that would certainly change kind of how this class is evaluated if you consider him as part of it so um but overall pretty well rounded i mean they you know the, the they do need the receivers they got to work out but it's some pretty highly regarded guys particularly in isaiah crocker and and uh and jalen hall so uh hey pressure's on coach johnson get those guys ready to play because yeah. they, they need help at receiver and uh and uh the opportunity's gonna be there a lot of size with those receivers right. and then i you know spencer webb is kind of unique because he's such a pass catching threat at the tight end spot but yeah. the ducks did add a little bit of depth in that spot too a lot of good pass catchers I think. yeah it was crazy to, i mean a couple different times marcus arroyo uh we were talking with people yesterday 
mentioning Travis Kelsey of, of the Kansas City Chiefs when he when he was uh, wow. breaking down Spencer Webb and his excitement for that. So, yeah, yeah. Coach Cristobal talked a lot about range and length, and you know he doesn't want to give up um, explosiveness. I mean, he, yeah, they added size on the offensive line, but you know they still wanted guys who were pretty mobile, you know, and, and could win the war in the trenches in a lot of different ways. And so he just he just, I think he just wanted to get bigger and longer and more physically imposing. You know, as a receiver, you can be all that and still have explosiveness, you know, just with a wider catch radius. Um, and, and so, you, you know, side the, the, the receiver core here lacks size or lacks size. So uh, um, particularly after Darren Carrington's departure. So uh, you get a couple guys that are more closer to that profile and, and, and can and can change things up because there's there's certainly, you know, speed in guys like um, Red and Daywood Davis and, and, and guys like that who are coming back. But, you know, a couple of longer, rangier guys will, will complement them well. Rob Mosley, editor-in-chief, com, our guest here on Duck Insider. You know, and there's been so much conversation about how Coach Crispell is going to coach the offensive line. He wants to make it so that this team wins and loses in the trenches, just yeah. like a lot of football teams. You know, it's interesting that for the long time Oregon had the reputation that it was all about speed and yeah. kind of that finesse, for lack of a better phrase. It seems like it's shifted a little bit, but then, you know, I yeah, think about it. Part but, of that but is it such hasn't. narrative. Like, yeah, that's what I, I was going to say. Is Max Unger is, you know, kicking tail in the NFL and has been for a long time and was doing that here. And, you know, and Jeff Schwartz made the league. I mean, this this team is produced. This program is produced. I realize that was the narrative, um, but well, it was kind of a lazy one. Um, see, that was kind of my question. I mean, you've been around this team longer than me, Rob. Like, was that actually the case? I mean, I think that it was just kind of the natural narrative, but I don't know if it was actually the case that Oregon uh, I mean, didn't I, win. I think the it's just the natural human uh, impulse to see things from a binary point of view. So, yeah. you know, the Ducks, um, you know, the Ducks are a fast spread team, so they must be soft in the trenches. Right. You know, it's like it's hard to wrap your mind around nuance and um, and shades of gray when it, when it's easier to just kind of go to polar opposites in black and white. Um, you know, yeah. Do, 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 does it help to get even bigger and even more physically imposing? For sure. But like, you know, um, you know, I don't want anybody to ever go up to Calvin Throckmorton and tell him that right. the, the offensive line here wasn't big and, and physical because right. uh, he's a big, scary-looking guy, and I would hate to see what his reaction was. Right. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of my point. That, that's kind of what I was getting at here. Is it's like there, it seems like there's this huge conversation around. Oh, it's such a shift, but it, it really yeah. isn't that much of a shift. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, I think Coach Cristobal is, you know, guarded against that that narrative taking hold, too, because he knows it's possible to negative recruit. But I think anybody who takes four seconds of time to look at this team and look at the roster and look at the way they play um, would see that, that, you know, that's not the case. I mean, Tyrell Crosby, um, you know, is a big physical left tackle who blew people away at the Senior Bowl and is going to get drafted. So, um yeah, yeah, I mean, I it, I don't know. I mean, I think that particularly when Chip Kelly first took over here, that was taken hold. I don't know how much of an issue that is now. Um, you know, you got to guard against it, and, I'm, you know, I'm sure the, the, the football staff will do that. But, um, you know, certainly no need to perpetuate it, that's for sure. He's Rob Mosley, editor-in-chief, com. Uh, we got all spring now to talk about spring football, which is quickly approaching. Yeah. Let's talk a little basketball. Big matchup with the Huskies yeah. tonight. Uh, kind of a must-win, I think, for Oregon basketball. Yeah, I mean, it's just you're talking about two teams on such different trajectories. I mean, the, the Huskies are just coming in feeling great about themselves, I'm sure, after last week and the dramatics against Arizona. And, and you know, Ducks just, you know, really took them on the chin against Stanford. So, uh, you know, the Ducks are going to try to end that momentum. Huskies are going to try to continue theirs. So um, something's got to give. So, Sure, it'd be nice to to see the Ducks. You know, if nothing else, just get more competitive. You know, um, you know, really show some fight. Um, 
you know, and, and it's little things, you know, getting guards involved in rebounding, you know, getting bigs involved in helping handle the ball better and move the ball better. I mean, there's just little things uh, everybody, all those guys can do to kind of make them more competitive and show a little bit more of a fighting spirit. So, um, you know, a big test. I mean, I, I think, the, you know, that it's a test of character, a test of kind of who they those guys are. Uh, to bounce back in a rivalry game at home. I mean, it, it, there are some factors working in, in their advantage if they want to try to get things going the the, the, the right direction. You know, playing at home, uh, you know, playing a rival, but you know, you got to show up and, and do it too. Women's basketball. It was Stanford's weekend last week. It really so now was. They're, they're trying to it really was. hit the road, and and really now they have to keep pace with Stanford. And the schedule is a little tougher for Oregon than it is for Stanford moving forward on the women's side. But not still this weekend. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, true. Not this. This, weekend. this is a, you know the stage is set for them to get things you know get feeling good about themselves again. I mean Washington, Washington State. Um, you know, you know, Washington is not the Washington of the last couple of years. Obviously, after some losses to graduation, so. Um, yeah, if they struggle this weekend, um, then, then you'd really be concerned. I mean, I think Stanford is still Stanford. You know, they're coming off of, you know, what, a Final Four season? Um, and, and you know, a, a lot of talent as always. And I think, you know, they just showed they, – they kind of reminded the Oregon women last weekend kind of what it takes to, to win week in, week out when, you're, when a lot is expected of you and you're going against tough competition because, uh, you know, particularly in the second half, you know, Stanford, you know, showed they wanted it more. You know that can't be the case. So, um, you know, it'll be be a, be a test for the women this weekend to, to kind of regain their mojo and, and show that they can be the team they want to be uh, come postseason. Basketball's in the thick of things, and meanwhile, softball starts today. A matchup know, with Georgia, an SEC top twenty-five opponent. You've been going through doing your position previews on yeah. GoDucks.com. What's yeah. the outlook for softball? Yeah, well, I'm interested to see these first couple weeks. I mean, obviously, we know who they. I mean, they get their their pitching is just outstanding with three pitchers back and then another freshman in the mix. Um, you know, they've got speed at the top of the order and Mac and you know Lily, who's you know got you know can can move runners up and and then power with with uh, with Svekis and then the newcomer. Sanders, Nyakopo. Um, you know, I'm interested to see who wins the right field job. I think that's a question, you know, even in Mike White's mind going into to the game. And then also how these next few weeks are going to go. They really scheduled up compared to last year uh, for the sake of, of being ready for the postseason, for facing top pitching in the postseason, um, uh, as well as the Pac-12. And, uh, you know, are they going to take some lumps this, the, the, this preseason um, for the sake of the long term? And if they do, how will they react to that? So, um, you know, on one hand, yeah, you sort of expect them to, to roll, maybe not, you know, 35-0 and 0 or whatever, whatever they were last year for a lot of different reasons. But, um, you know, so if they do stumble a couple times, do they, do they turn that into a positive both in the short term and the long term and, and get something out of it and, and uh, kind of uh, maintain their mojo and, and, and be the, team, the top five team everybody seems to expect that they are? Finally, before I let you go, a nice story today for Oregon baseball. Uh, yeah. Working with, uh, I guess, kind of a feel-good story. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 there's, a, there's a program called Team Impact, which uh, takes uh, kids who have suffered debilitating uh, medical conditions and, and, and links them up with college teams. And, and Oregon Baseball is looking to do more community service uh, over the last year or so and got connected with Team Impact. There's a kid named James Dahl, a Eugene kid who uh, has had a brain surgery that, that – that, uh, uh, has has uh, you know, he's got some limitations uh, coming off that over the last few years that he's dealing with, and uh, has been hanging around the Ducks the last few months. He's he's got a locker in the locker room, uh, kind of become a, a teammate, and that'll become sort of semi-official Friday. They're holding a signing ceremony for him, so pretty awesome gesture and and an awesome follow-through for a team that you know it, it's one thing to say, hey, we'd like to do a little bit more community service, but 
um, you know, Core Shorten's group, you know, with Jamie Walton, their operations guy, and, and Kyle Casser in particular, a senior who, who kind of does a little everything for that team on and off the field, kind of spearheading this. Um, they actually made that a reality and, and, and are and are doing a really cool thing for this kid and, and for the community. So uh, kudos to them for sure. Awesome. And more details on that at robstorygodux.com. Head there for all of the editor-in-chief's content. And I could talk with you for hours, but you got a job to do. Yes. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Appreciate it. He's Rob Mosley, editor-in-chief, GoDucks.com, on Twitter at DuckFootball, at GoDucksMosley as well. Up next, more from Coach Cristobal on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. At Carl's Jr., the only time we're not thinking about charbroiled burgers is when we're eating those burgers. But then we thought, we're all adults here. We can eat burgers anytime we want. So we're introducing our all-new charbroiled sliders, starting at a buck. They're snack-sized between burger burgers, guaranteed to hold you over, at least until you start thinking burger thoughts again. So stop by and try our new charbroiled sliders in single and double, starting at only a dollar each. Only at Carl's Jr. For a limited time at participating restaurants, tax not included. It's starting early and staying late, working hard and helping out, giving your all for your team and your community. And just like the Oregon Ducks, On Point does everything we can to help our team win. Giving local people and local businesses the banking and lending solutions they need to get ahead. We're On Point Community Credit Union, a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. You're listening to Duck Insider, Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Movies like Contagion are fiction, but disease outbreaks can and do happen. Early detection allows public health officials at the state, local, and federal levels to manage and reduce the spread and impact of a contagious disease. CDC stands ready to respond. Our scientists work 24-7 to address current and potential health threats. For more information about CDC's work or how you can stay healthy, visit www.cdc.gov. Joey Mack, welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. My thanks to Rob Mosley for joining us today. Every Thursday, talk with the GoDucks.com editor-in-chief. Download the Oregon Game Day app on your smartphone's app store. Stay up to date with Duck News, social media, tickets in the app, live game broadcast, facilities information as well. I forgot to mention earlier, I saw a comment from... Uh, Mike, who was asking about an RSS feed for Duck Insider, uh, tra- a traditional RSS feed that just feeds via a website, Mike, uh, we don't have one. However, you can utilize the podcast from either tunein.com slash ducks or on iTunes. 
There is an RSS feed that's generated there, but it just works through TuneIn and iTunes. So depending on which service you're using, that's what I'd recommend for you to use. And Mike, thanks for tuning in along with everybody else today here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Meanwhile, Mario Cristobal, part two of his conversation, meeting with the media and talking all things Oregon football and all the future Ducks. The coach, football uh, head coach. curious about uh, the recruiting process. I understand with the regime change in the middle of the cycle, it complicates things a bit. But having gone through it now with the early signing period, what would you consider to be the pluses and the minuses of the change? Of the actual the early signing period? The early signing period, yeah. Well, if you have a game right before that early signing day, that's a problem because you miss out an entire week. You have to go get set up at the bull site uh, in our case. But no one was to know, so I'm not blaming anyone or you know trying to you know put uh, – any of this on anyone else, but the problem is is that when you gear the entire recruiting season to have all of your commitments here on a particular day and you've had them cancel every other uh, potential event that they may have and blocked out your season dates so that they have to come on that day, that's a problem that sprung on you at the end. So that was something that we were faced with. Others weren't. Um, and at the same time, again, you, you had the settling kind of effect of, you know, you have certain guys signing, you know that they're secure. But uh, overall, it's going to be trial and error for a couple of years. I, I got to believe that. It's, it's hard to say what are the pluses and minuses until we go through a couple of cycles. And as much as, you know, some people want to complain about the old cycle, one thing it did do, it stood the test of time, Right. We knew the warts that came with it. We knew the pluses that came with it. So we dealt with it. And now we're dealing with a whole you know, new aspect that we just have to uh, continue to learn more, educate each other and ourselves, and find ways to get it done. Mario, you came to Oregon with a reputation as a recruiter. How has, how has that changed or how have you changed since you've gone from an assistant coach with a reputation as a recruiter to now a head coach? How have you changed in that? Well, you know, it doesn't change, and I think you're seeing more and more throughout the country. But we all know that recruiting is the lifeline of any program. It's a lifeline because remember the three parts that make it up, right? Uh, you're looking at talent acquisition and player development and then talent um, uh, personnel usage. You look at, well, if you can't get the guys, it's not going to look like you want it to look. What's hard as a head coach now is that you're not granted the six contacts that you would as an assistant coach. So you have one shot in that house. You don't you don't get around the guys as much as the assistant coaches do. When this change came about, what was it, 2007, I do believe, it was very difficult for me. I was a head coach at FIU, and I always wanted to have my set of eyes on a guy when he's playing a game or practicing. And... When you're a head coach, you don't have that. You have to rely on film. Well, film is never the same as live evaluation. Uh, that's an adjustment, but it's an adjustment that 132 guys have to make, and uh, it's it's fine. It's part of it. Now, you will see our, our coaches and compliance will approve. We can do this in the springtime. We go out with camcorders and film every waking moment of every person we're recruiting. So I could have 9,000 reps on everyone out there, and I can know how they tie their shoes, how they bend over to stretch. I could see it all. And that way I can feel more comfortable on uh, certain parts of the process. So I know it's a long answer to a short question, but I hope it makes sense. Yeah, Coach, uh, another question about evaluation. Um, you know, a guy like Marcus Mario, what, it was a three- or four-star at the best. And if you look at this sheet and you see that you're kind of aware maybe of the five stars who have signed elsewhere, and you look at some of your guys, do you kind of laugh or do you kind of um, – 
Are there some here you think that are, that really should be higher stars than than maybe what some of the recruiting sites show them? And just I mean, any anecdotes that way of maybe somebody that wasn't highly regarded that really in your coaching career really made it a big difference? I think if you start paying attention to the stars, you're going to get yourself in a pickle because you start kind of wishing in one hand and not really figuring it out, you know, on the other side. So the class is, I don't know what ends up being ranked, top 15, top 12, who knows by the end of the day. Uh, I know it's one of the top classes in the country. I know that when you look at position by position, for the most part, we got the top guys in the areas that we targeted. And that is the most important part. I remember Jimmy Johnson, our coach at Miami, used to say, yeah, stars are fine, but I'm more concerned about how they play on Saturdays. So there's a give and a take. I think we all see the Super Bowl comparisons, right? How many five stars compared to how many two stars and three stars are on there. We got our share of everything this class, so I'm not going to knock one star or the other. I, uh, I feel very confident that it's, uh, it's the exact kind of guys and the exact kind of talent pool that we need to bring in here. So we're looking forward to developing them and making them great ducks. Austin, one second. You're good, you're good to talk about school. I am. You're good. <laughs> Let's talk about stars. <laughs> All right. Wow. Right. Um, as that's, I'm an offensive line coach by trade and I don't love comparing conferences to conferences, and I don't think that jives all the time. But what I am going to be honest about is that what we see every single year, games are won and lost at the line of scrimmage. They are. And our offensive line and defensive lines here have done one heck of a job in year one. They're developing. They're getting tough. They're strong. They're coming out of their hips. They're affecting the other side of the ball. They're striking blockers, and blockers are striking defenders, and I love it. And we're going to invest heavily in the offense and defensive lines because it makes everything else go. We have a premier quarterback, and that's why guys that – we already talked about the other guys that signed back in the early signing period, but now a guy like Justin Johnson, who we talked about as a human eclipse. And then just recently, I know everyone was, was watching on um, – on the internet, a guy, uh, Panay Sewell, who, uh, I mean, I've, I've been part of some hard recruiting process. This one, I mean, I'm checking into Slocum here right after we're done with this thing now. Um, it's a great example of the types of battles that Oregon is capable of winning. Uh, he is uh, an ultimate difference maker. Um, and he's a guy that along with, Justin and Dawson and Steven and Chris, those guys, along with the help of the guys that were here, the guys that were just here, Terrell, these guys are going to continue to help change what we are up front. And it's got to be, you're going to hear me say it a million times, you're going to say, man, coach, stop this already, man. Line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage. Knock him back, knock him that way. Because that guy back there, he's a lot more comfortable when the big guys are on that side of the ball, right? And it was, um, I really believe that has always been the ultimate difference in our good teams at when I was at Alabama and Miami and the ones that couldn't get over the hump. So, yeah, Panay kind of caused a, an explosion in the room when uh, it was official. So, yeah, but I am checking in the Slocum, no doubt. Mario, what was it like to go from working for Willie Taggart to recruiting mm-hmm. against Willie Taggart head-to-head for some guys who had been committed here? Was that a weird dynamic? Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all. I think everyone knows that this is, uh, as long as you keep things professional, 
It's, it is what it is. It's part of the industry, you know. And uh, when you look at the dynamics of where certain kids are located and where they're not, is you strategically, you know, set your plan and you go execute it. So I don't, uh, I don't see that all. Willie Tiger was very good to me. I understand, you know, the process that go with it, and I understand that there's a dynamic there that is is interesting, you know, especially from a media standpoint. But from a personal standpoint, there's none. He was always good to me and my family and whatnot. So uh, I wish them the best. When DJ announced he he was going to transfer to here, he also talked about being able to maybe play right away. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you feel like is an, a realistic situation? Something that I cannot comment on. You can comment, but it's, it's up to you what you want to say. You're allowed to comment. I, I, I mean. I don't think it's realistic. How do you answer that right there? Okay, so yeah, but I'm not comment on that. That's something that's handled. Um, but I do think it's important to note if DJ was actually counted as part of this class. Okay, very few guys out there like him. Where does this class stand? You know, so this is a this is a really really big deal for us. I mean, a really really big deal. Those guys are hard to find. Those guys are really really hard to find. And you watch the crunch time of all these games. They're the ones that are forcing the fumbles, sacking the quarterback. Remember the Super Bowl on Sunday. You know, Tom Brady's got a chance to finish that thing off, and one good swim move and a good push in the pocket, and it's over. So uh, certainly, um, he's uh, and he's he's got great personality now. I think you guys will like. I'm gonna have to limit him from you guys. He's he's a live wire. <laughs> Coach, you've had a lot of experience in living rooms with with Miami and with Alabama. What are kids, when you go in, what are kids talking to you about? What questions are they asking you, not only about your head coaching experience, about the Oregon experience, but also about your time at Alabama? And Mm -hmm. also curious if the Oregon brand is still as strong nationally when you were talking to kids around the country. The Oregon brand is extremely powerful. And so, you know, back down south, you know, I'm as far from as far southeast as you could possibly be, besides being out in the Caribbean, right? And the brand is powerful. Players, people, fans of, of the sport, they love the O. They love Nike. And it's extremely powerful. So when we went into a living room, they want to know, well, how does this mesh? How do you combine? You know, you've been part of this philosophy, and now all of a sudden you guys are at Oregon. I think it's a perfect combination. We want to be what Oregon has always been, explosive, fast, run by you, around you, through you, over you. Um, the aspect that we have added uh, starts with the offseason. That, that Alabama strength and conditioning program has been brought over, formatted, and it's in full swing, and that's critical. And then the infrastructure of the program as it relates to, uh, you, you name it, Player development, um, post-grad opportunities, um, let me see, um, the personnel department on how we recruit. You know, this year we were more of a position-based recruiting operation. And um, going forward, it's going to be one where the position coach, the area coach, the coordinator, and the head coach are involved with every prospect that we are recruiting because that makes it a very different dynamic in the midst of change. Right, So you don't want to have one staff member leaving and all of a sudden that position group leaves with them or does not want to come with them. So um, those are the kind of things that are being implemented. Uh, they're all learned there, but also learned at Miami. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that Jimmy Johnson brought to the table that um, I, I think are going to be incredible for our program. That's Mario Cristobal, head coach, Oregon football, meeting with the media and talking more about the signing day, his philosophies on recruiting and this team moving forward. Up next, more from Mario Cristobal as Duck Insider today, brought to you by Bymark. Get ready for your season for less. Tons of interviews on the show today. The next one with Mario Cristobal is after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. This is Joel Block for The Law and You with Eugene attorney Don Corson.
Don, you recently won a case against an insurance company for improper practices after an auto accident. What happened? We represented a man who bought auto insurance to protect his family. When he got in an accident, his insurance company refused to settle, and he was sued. There was a substantial judgment against him. His insurance company's lawyers encouraged him to take bankruptcy. That's just plain wrong. We were asked to help the man and filed a lawsuit against his insurance company for its unacceptable practices. When the jury heard the facts, they strongly penalized the insurance company for its misconduct. Most cases like this are never prosecuted because insurance companies are exempt from Oregon's unfair trade practices law. Until this law changes, insurance companies sometimes can take advantage of their Oregon policyholders. Thanks, Don. For more on your rights with insurance companies, visit the law firm of Corson & Johnson at CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. The law in you is a community service and does not replace the advice of an attorney. Don't go anywhere. Duck Insider continues after these messages on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. On the Oregon IMG Sports Network. I've got the water, energy bars, and camera. I think we're set for the hike. Almost. We need to protect our skin. Don't forget your wide-brimmed hat and sunscreen. All right. I've got the hat. I've got SPF 30. Will that work? Yeah, anything 15 or higher is good. Just make sure it says broad spectrum. Great. Got it. I am not getting burned again. Let's go. Learn more at cdc.gov cancer. Hi, I'm Kathy Rigby, and I love portraying Peter Pan on the stage. But there are many children who are facing the reality of life-threatening illnesses every day. Discovery Arts helps children undergoing cancer treatment step outside of their illness and into a world of imagination by bringing them music, dance, and arts adventures while they're in the hospital. For $15 a month, you can become a Discovery Arts partner and bring art adventures to a child facing the unimaginable. Visit discoveryarts.org today for more information. Mac, welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union, live here in the Duck Store, where we purchase support the Ducks, past, present, and future. Mario Cristobal, part three of his press conference, talking all things signing day and the future of the Oregon football program. I think the biggest thing to mention is this. we got to look at this as roster management. Okay, last year we signed a certain number of guys that, okay, we could sign 25. We actually signed more than 25 this year, but next year's class only has eight to nine seniors. Okay, so that's where your pinch is. That's where the salary cap in college football dictates what you can do on a certain year. We could blow it out and sign all the way through and sign an extra five, six, seven guys. You're not going to have many scholarships next year. And you look at the way our team is shapes up and the way um, you know guys are developing a, an, uh, an older and more seasoned offensive line, a seasoned, experienced quarterback, a defense that has one year under Coach Lovett's belt now is. Um, you know, we want to be poised to be able to sign an even better class next year and keep chipping away where, you know, 12, 13, 11, 10, getting the top five. So, and to make that happen, you've got to really manage these numbers. You came in, uh, haven't had a, a season as head coach yet, so you have a style associated you with you right now as far as run game coordinator, smash mouth, hard-nosed trenches type of guy. Was it easier to recruit the, the Sewells then as opposed to like a wide receiver who maybe feels like they wouldn't be as focused in your offense? No, not really because the offense, I mean, the offense is going to remain relatively the same. I thought one thing that we did um, when I say we did at my former place, I don't want to keep referring to them, but is that we changed. 
We went from a two tight set in the huddle, break the huddle, come the line of scrimmage. I got you, you got him. Let's go block that guy and smash guys off the ball. We evolved to a very fast-paced, no-huddle offense. And a big part of that was the play-action shot plays, stretching the field, the horizontal pass game. Combine it well with the quick game, the screen game, perimeter runs, perimeter screens, right? So uh, all that stuff is stuff that we did and brought over this year as well. You know, the offense morphed as the year went on. And as we talked about those seven games with Justin, where those numbers were pretty staggering, a lot of that came from that. From that. Same thing with what Coach Roy did at Oklahoma State. So it's a good blend. But, but I do want to repeat on that. We are we're 50-50. Because I know what you're saying. Some people will try to use that against you in recruiting, right? They'll say, well, they're going to go back to 1920 ball, use leather helmets, and, you know. But, no, I'm with you. All that stuff was uh, – it's always addressed. You could try to get out ahead of it so people don't try to negative recruit you. But we've got to take you on the road. That's good foresight. Mario, just knowing that, you know, oftentimes it takes a couple of years to figure out how good a recruiting class was. Mm-hmm. Thinking ahead of spring ball, um, besides the obvious Justin, Troy, those type of guys, who are some – you know, like juniors and redshirt sophomores, you need to be leaders starting the spring. Gosh, there, there, there are a lot of guys that uh, we missed a not grab a depth chart and go right down the entire thing. I mean, I see big things for Braxton now after spending a year, you know, baptism of fire for him, right? I see guys like Jake Capra stepping up, Logan Bathke coming off of injury. I see those guys having a big role. I look at all those young running backs. I look at TBJ. And now his moment to shine and the way he's developing in the weight room. So we could have a long press conference and go right down the list because they're all part of a different development cycle now. And I just want to state this again and again. The off-season development will always dictate what you do during the season. It is not one in that pregame speech. It's not one on that Thursday practice. You could polish things off. You could do better. But how you perform, bless you, how you perform, okay, during the course of the season is fully determined by what you start doing in January and what you finish through August. And I think that's the focus on that right now is is incredible. I'm so, so fired up about that. I can't wait to um, get going with the guys out there on Tuesday. That's right. Mario Cristobal, head coach, Oregon football, getting ready for the start of spring ball. And then before you know it, it's going to be Oregon football season again here coming up next August and into September. Coming up, we'll switch gears as we've been talking a lot of football. we got basketball tonight against Washington. The Ducks, a 7-15 tip-off, a 6-30 pregame here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network live from Matthew Knight Arena. Here from Dane Altman previewing that matchup when we return. Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. At Carl's Jr., the only time we're not thinking about charbroiled burgers is when we're eating those burgers. But then we thought, we're all adults here. We can eat burgers anytime we want. So we're introducing our all-new charbroiled sliders, starting at a buck. They're snack-sized between burger burgers, guaranteed to hold you over, at least until you start thinking burger thoughts again. So stop by and try our new charbroiled sliders in single and double, starting at only a dollar each, only at Carl's Jr., For a limited time at participating restaurants, tax not included. This is Duck Insider from IMG, America's home for college sports. 
Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's Practical Poly Radio. I've switched to cooking with healthier oils. So now what do I do with all these tubs of lard? Skinny jeans feeling too tight, a bit of lard on your hips and thighs, and those pants slide on like a dream. So there's no need for that lard to go to waste. But get your best heart-healthy trade-up with healthier oils, like canola, olive, or other vegetable oils, which can actually lower your chances for heart disease. Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info is the national supporter of the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. This broadcast of University of Oregon Athletics is authorized under rights granted to IMG College, LLC, by the University of Oregon and is intended solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or commercial use of the descriptions and accounts of this game or show without the express written consent of IMG College and the University of Oregon is prohibited. The announcers are selected by IMG College and approved by the University of Oregon. Today's legal disclaimer brought to you by Corson Johnson Law. In life as in sports, you have to enforce the rules to keep people safe. Learn more about how the law can help make our community safer at CorsonJohnsonLaw.com. Corson Johnson Law Firm, a proud sponsor of the Oregon Ducks. Welcoming you back to Duck Insider, presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Won't be able to get to all of Coach Altman's general conversation with the media, but we do have the Rodapane Coaches Corner coming up tonight as part of our 6.30 pregame. Right here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network, when the Ducks take on the Huskies. Dane Altman talking with the media, heading into the big matchup with Washington tonight. Fight song first, then Dane Altman talking all things Oregon men's basketball. You know, very few teams <laughs> have shot the three well on them uh, in conference play. Really, nobody has. And so uh, it's all it really is giving people fits. They got the right personnel for it because they're long athletes. Uh, Matisse on top really gives them, you know, a six-seven long guy up top. And, uh, you know, they're just long and athletic. And so he's got the right personnel, and they're playing it very well. Dickerson seems like the kind of guy that's giving you guys some troubles this year, a wide body inside. Absolutely. He's, he's done a tremendous job the last couple games. Uh, you know, his activity against Arizona was really good. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're playing very well with a lot of confidence. One, four in a row here. So uh, we're, we're going to have to play really well. Always said experience matters, and they've been a really young team the last two years. Is this just them simply getting older? And that's a big part of it. I mean, uh, Matisse has started, you know, all the games, and uh, you know, four of those starters have been there and, and have been starters, you know. And then they had uh, Noel, who's who's a really good scorer and, and is playing really well. So, you know, four guys with a lot of experience. Uh, add one freshman who's really talented, and uh, you know, it's a good mix. And, and Mike's done a great job with them. I mean, and they've bought in, and they've had some success early, which really helps you buy in. And uh, so, like I said, they're playing at a high level. They're they're an NCAA tournament team. They, they've played well enough, and they're talented. Uh, their stats, you know, they win at 
Kansas or in Kansas City against Kansas. So they're in pretty good shape. Important for the Ducks to hit some of those shots. Just a little bit of Dan Altman talking with the media this week. More from the Oregon basketball head coach on the Rod of Pink Coaches Corner as part of the Coors Light pregame show. That's coming up tonight, 6.30 on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. A 7.15 tip-off for the Ducks and the Huskies. I'll have it for you here on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Also looking forward to talking with Oregon baseball head coach George Horton. We'll do a little season preview with that longer pregame show when it's a Fox or a Fox Sports 1 game. Well, that means we get uh, to spend a little more time talking about some other things. So we'll break down the Oregon football recruiting class. We'll continue to do so. And the Oregon baseball head coach, George Horton, is going to join us on the pregame show as well. Additionally, tomorrow we got a busy, busy show. More from our signing day special. If you missed it on the Oregon football Facebook page, we'll continue to air some of our conversations with Oregon football assistant coaches. We'll also spend a little time getting to know some of the new Oregon football assistant coaches. That's tomorrow. A full recap of Oregon Washington, which is coming up tonight at 7.15. And then a look ahead to the entire weekend. Softball starts today. Baseball's just around the corner. Tennis, golf, acrobatics, and tumbling all in action as well. A busy weekend coming up. We'll talk to you tonight for basketball. I rescued Toast from my shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. When is the best time to talk to your family about staying in touch during a disaster? When floodwaters reach your door? When wildfires are engulfing the edge of your neighborhood? Or an earthquake is destroying buildings? Or is the best time, perhaps, today? During a disaster, you may not be able to stay in touch with your family or friends as easily as you think. Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Alvin and the Chipmunks want to remind you to keep bacteria and food from making you ill with four simple steps. He should be a walk in the park. Clean. Wash hands and surfaces often. I'm waiting for the rain cycle. Separate. Keep raw meats away from ready-to-eat foods. Yep. Cook. Make sure meat, poultry, and seafood is cooked to the right temperature. And chill. Refrigerate food promptly. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. The road trip to food safety starts at foodsafety.gov. You've been listening to Duck Insider on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Presented by On Point Community Credit Union. Better banking, local solutions. A special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. Duck Insider is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports.